Where are you going with yep. this? For some reason, the word strap-on just comes right out of my mouth, Bianca. Yeah, you said come and strap-on at the same time. And he cannot stop talking about his buttocks. I think your butt is telling you, no mas, por favor. <laughs> this is the Adam Sank Show. If it's in my hand, I'm going to suck it. Powered by DNR Studios. <laughs> and now... The one, the only, Adam Sank! Bottom. Bottom. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back, everyone. I have a piece of dark chocolate in my mouth, so... Mm. I hate to talk with my mouth full. Not a euphemism. Mm, today is Saturday, December 8th. We are not live, but we are here in the DNR studios. Uh, welcome to the show. Leave me your ratings and reviews on iTunes or wherever else you listen to this thing. Email me at adam at adamsank.com. Like the Adam Sank Show Facebook page. It's very essential that we get more likes. And if you're a fan of this podcast, please share it with the people you know and love. Uh, tell them to listen. Post it on your social media. Um, I need your help. It's a free show. I don't get paid a cent. I actually get paid. To, I actually pay to do this show. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to monetize it at some uh-huh. point. And in order to do that, we have to increase our listenership exponentially. So help a bitch. Um, our guest today is a returning favorite to the ass, hilarious, openly gay twink comedian Drew Lausch. Uh, and we'll be talking to him a little bit later. But first... Everyone's favorite burlesque star, oh. Mr. Chris Harder, rejoins us. Hello. Wait, I have a question. Am I, am I not getting paid today? Nothing. Well, you, I can pay you in certain ways oh, if you'd like. Again. But <laughs> I wish it were again. The good old Adam Sank handshake. <laughs> you know, I do what I can. But uh, Chris, it's lovely to have you back. It's I always love it when, when you co-host. I, I, I just want to say something about the temperature in this studio. It mm. is perfect. It is, isn't it? It's, it's not warm. It's not cold. No. We're both wearing light hoodies. I feel like Goldie Cox. I'm in a light hoodie and yeah. I'm perfect. Oh. It makes me so happy when I think about the old days in that hot box where we used Oof. to do this show bef- before Derek and Romaine built this incredible facility. With their bare hands. With their, ba- with their blood, sweat, and tears. Um, Chris, I have a question for you. Yes. Not that you would ever need to do this, but have you ever paid to receive a sexy massage? Well, let me answer it this way. Um, I've never paid for a sexy massage mm-hmm. but um there has been money exchanged when i've been in a room and a sexy massage has occurred oh but in um, other words you've given I've a given, sexy massage i've given a few sexy massages here or there <sighs> exactly tidal waves of sexiness Wait, is this what it sounded like well that's me running to work <laughs> <laughs> i love that sound hold on <laughs> make it happen again. So you've yep. given them multiple times? No. Well, I well, I don't know. I mean, you know, as often as you know, you have to pay rent or buy Starbucks or you know. As much of a pig and a sex addict as I am, uh-huh. I I don't believe I have ever paid or been paid for sex. Really? Oh, okay. In my life. In my life. In my life. You've never, you've never been like interested in, I'm, in dipping your toes into the world of Rent Boy, Rest in Peace, or any of. No, I'm, sites? I'm not, um, I'm not turned on by transactional sex of any oh. kind. I, I always have felt like, if you're not having sex with me because you want to, then I don't want to have sex with you. Oh, okay. Like I don't want there to be any other reason, and I sure. kind of feel that way on both sides of the equation. The closest I've ever come. Uh, was when I met a guy on Manhunt years ago who was a rent boy. Right. And he came over to my place first and had me fuck him because his client had requested that. Wow. So indirectly, I was involved in the you transaction. Were contributing to the Literally. exchange of money. <laughs> but I didn't have to pay or be paid. So it was a perfect uh, best of both worlds for me because I got, uh, you know. That is. I got a rent boy for free is what right. I'm saying. And I got him clean. Whereas the guy after me got him, he got sloppy seconds. Uh, you see right. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that was part of the, that the was fantasy. The, yes. Some people have boyfriend fantasies. Some people have sloppy second fantasies. I have the opposite of that fantasy. I want you to show up on your first day ever of having sex. Right. I don't want you dirty, sloppy, messy. I want, I want a pristine Super. hole and penis. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, the reason why I'm asking this <laughs> is because... Uh, Recently, this story came out, and it was actually written by Daniel Villarreal, who we had on the show a couple weeks ago talking about the noodles and beef 
case. Um, well, this, but this story takes place here in New York City. A 34-year-old gay New Jersey resident named Ronnie Arno went to a Living Fresh Men's Spa in Chelsea, wow. right here in Manhattan, for a massage last month. He says he expected a normal massage, but he claims that the spa's masseur began caressing his buttocks and genitals 10 minutes into the massage. Mm. He has filed a lawsuit and is suing for sexual assault. He filed the lawsuit in Manhattan Supreme Court, uh, against Masur Pai Tian, who he said began focusing exclusively on his buttocks for an inordinate amount of time, making him very uncomfortable. Um, as the focus on the buttocks continued, he became more and more uncomfortable. His, Tian moved his fingers below the buttocks and began caressing the genitals. At no point had Arno indicated orally or otherwise that he consented to Tian touching his penis, nor did he ever indicate any desire for him to do so. The lawsuit says he was so creeped out that he froze. Hmm. When Tian removed Arno's towel and told him to turn over, Arno sat up, asked Tian to leave the room, and then immediately called the police. Really? Tian was arrested shortly after. That is... Ugh. Tell me what you're feeling, Chris. I want to know everything. Well, look, I, I ultimately, and I do mean this seriously, you know, sexual assault is not a joke. It's not something to be taken lightly. No. Or, and consent should always be involved. I mean... It's so hard in a situation like this hard. because it's it's so hard because it is it's a it's a man on man thing right and that does not mean that men cannot assault other men or that men cannot be raped or assaulted but if you go I don't know I mean I feel like if you go to a gay or go to a men's spa for a massage in New York City in Chelsea where dicks just fall out of the window in front of you all I the wish. time. I don't know. It just seems it seems a little contrived to me in this case. I got to agree with you. This is a New Jersey resident who could have gotten a massage anywhere he wanted like in New Jersey. Jersey. He could have stayed in New Jersey to get a massage. To get a he legitimate massage. All he, the way out. He came all the way to Manhattan and went specifically to a men's spa. Mm -hmm. If there is a place that only gives massages to men, that's your first clue. Right. That it's not a legitimate massage, but but more of a rub and tug. And... I, I'm with you. Like, sexual assault is sexual assault, but I feel like when you're a gay man, you're at a gay man's spot in Chelsea, a man is touching you. If you don't like it, you can just say, please move your hands. Yeah. I don't think you would freeze. Well, and I mean, again, it's, it's so hard to say, like, if you're being assaulted, it's your job to tell the person to stop. You know, again, like, I, I get, like, how dangerous that argument can become, but again, in this, in this specific instance... I, you know what, I would even, it, maybe this is really bad, but I would even believe the guy more if he identified as heterosexual. Uh, exactly. Somehow, but I, I don't we know. know. I, just, I just can't believe that he would Wait, never I'm have seen this This coming. was a gay man? Yes. yes. Where the fuck have I been? Yeah. <laughs> That's what and makes it harder to, to believe. And again, I don't want to be like, gay men can't be sexually assaulted by well, other gay men. Of course they can be. Okay, I did have this one experience. I was coming from a picnic with my, I guess, my college people because we just finished a play and closed out. So one of the co-workers co I worked with worked at a bar, the boxer. Boxers. Was, yeah, while it was still open. Mm -hmm. And... He invited us there, and there was male strippers. And I was getting sexually fondled by a male stripper, and I felt uncomfortable. And I just told him, no, go away, but I respect his job. It's just a simple, no, go away. Chris, you were a go-go boy for many years. Yeah. It, it's you who gets fondled usually, I was going right? to say, usually it's me who has to grab the guy's hand and be like, look, money or go away. You know? Exactly. Like, oh, no, he was money, just like touching in. me so I can touch him. I was like, no. But oh, you just yeah. said stop. Yeah. You didn't call the police. No. I just said, go away. You Chris, have money to make. When you when you were stripping and guys would, would mm -hmm. tip you and then put their hands down your pants, would they try to, like, finger you sometimes? So, I mean, look, I, you know, it's a it's a case-by-case case thing, and it's a, it's a stripper-by-stripper stripper thing. It's, like, personally, there are certain things that I'm comfortable with when, you know, when I was go-go dancing or stripping that I know not other people were, but, like, I made my own rules, right. and I just made it clear to the to the customer like what was okay and what wasn't you know? well my biggest fear is having a stranger's finger up my ass like i would freak the fuck out if I'd... someone just stuck it up there right a like... i don't like fingers b i'm so deathly afraid of getting another anal wart oh you're being serious you don't like fingers no oh i will take your tongue or your penis very happily but i second get... the finger thing fingers are what spread warts really yes 
Wow. There is HPV all over everybody's hands. I it's out in the world. And it doesn't matter how much you wash your hands. It, it's that That's where you're most likely to catch uh, a lot of things, but especially warts. I had no... Wow. And I don't know where your fucking hand has been. Don't True. put your... You could have just been picking your nose and now you're sticking your finger up my butt. Well, no, you know, thank you. As a former go-go boy, when, when guys would try and put their fingers up my ass... Put, I, put my your mouth in that would, microphone. I can barely... Oh, my first thought would be like, one, I don't know where your fingers have been. And number two, you don't... Like, you're going to put your finger up a stranger's <laughs> asshole at like 2 a.m. And then eat fries later. Right. Like, what? Like, you don't know what's what's waiting up my booty <laughs> for you. His head. You know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, one would hope that you would clean out before thank you but before uh before coming to work as a stripper but yeah you could have just had an accident five minutes before your set yeah also it's not my job to clean my ass before i go take my clothes off that's going in the new opening i know right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> well moving on someone who i imagine always has a spotless clean ass is adam rippon oh yeah and he made huge news uh, over the past two weeks when he announced that he's retiring from competitive skating, um, CBS has this. Uh, CBS TV has this uh, <clears throat> recurring thing they do called "Note to Self," in which celebrities read letters to the to their younger selves that they wish they had known. And oh, so, uh, Adam Rippon did one of these in conjunction with his retirement announcement. And here's what that sounded like: You've come out to your friends and family a few years ago, and it made you feel so free, like you've grown wings. Do you remember growing up in Pennsylvania thinking that being gay was something you would never tell anyone? When you publicly come out in the next year, you will let go of what other people think of you. You will hope to give someone else what you didn't feel growing up, permission to be themselves. You will be saying you are worthy. I was shocked by this, but then people pointed out like he's 29 years old. That's uh, yeah. pretty much when they retire. That's true. I gotta say, those are all inspiring words. That music, though, I mean, I, I hate just when they track it with music. You know, like I just had to resist the urge to throw up. But congratulations! On I always tell people who make YouTube videos, don't fucking track it. We don't want to hear music. Right. Just talk. Um, Adam Rippon uh, won a bronze medal in the um, Winter Olympics in twenty was it twenty sixteen in sure. South Korea, um, but he finished seventh overall. Mm. Uh, he was the top American, mm -hmm. not necessarily the top, not necessarily. but the top American oh, skater man. at that Olympics, but he, he, he had a rather poor showing um, compared to how he was expected to do. But meanwhile, he's been doing all kinds of advocacy. In September, he performed alongside Mary Louise Parker and Samira Wiley in the Tectonic Theater Project's reading of the Laramie Project Oh wow! Uh, on the 20th anniversary of Matthew Shepard's death. Um, he announced a GLAAD fundraising campaign. Uh, he uh, was on Dancing with the Stars, and he is slated to hit the small screen as a guest star on an episode of NBC's Will and Grace. Well, I think he's going to have a, a big career. Huge career. As a, as a performer. I mean, that's clearly... People were most captivated by him as a personality, not as a figure skater. Absolutely. You know? He's charming. He's beautiful. He's, he's, he's outspoken. Yeah. I think he'll be like Johnny Weir. He'll have a nice right. media career for himself. Um, another Olympic thirst trap that we all often <laughs> talk about is Gus Kenworthy. He's a true thirst trap. Yeah, you see, he, say, oh God, he is. It's like. Do you know him? I, I do not know him personally, but I, I randomly think his Instagram thing popped up. Uh, you know, in your feed, I'm mm -hmm. just like, girl. It's always on. his ass or his shirtlessness. Or his and, beautiful boyfriend and their beautiful dog. And exactly. I actually damn him and his dog and his boyfriend. Right. The last time I was ever at the Eagle, which was uh, <laughs> you run to guess, which was June of 2017. Um, he was there. Oh, really? And I didn't really know him. I just thought he was this very hot guy, and he was with all these other hot guys. And at one point, they took a selfie, and I photobombed them. I, like, popped up behind them and, like, made a face. That's and later, when it appeared on Instagram, I had been removed. Oh, my God. I was totally cropped out of the selfie. I love that. Is he based in New York? I, he seems to be here a lot. But anyway, um, the reason I bring him up is that he and Adam Rippon are friends and they're often tweeting back and forth to each other. And so um, he, <laughs> there, was a, there was a tweet from NBC Sports about skating that read, Jason Brown tops Nathan Chen in International de France short program. 
So Gus Kenworthy retweeted it, tagged Adam Rippon, and said, OMG, Adam Rippon, you retired before all the fun stuff started happening. That's great. Bottom. <laughs> because it said Jason Brown tops Nathan Chen. Um, so then uh, Twitter went crazy. Gay Twitter exploded. It was, uh, five, it was liked and retweeted over 5,000 times. One fan replied, that's quite the headline. Another said, maybe this will entice and convince Adam to come out of retirement. Someone else said, and they showed it on TV. <laughs> this is not the first time Kenworthy and Rippon have exchanged jokes of a sexual nature. Um, less than a month ago, Kenworthy tweeted a photo of himself where he was dressed in an outfit similar to Rippon's iconic Oscars leather harness look. In the photo, Kenworthy replicated the look and captioned it, Adam Ripoff. However, Rippon had the last laugh by replying, we finally did each other. Ooh. I think a lot of people would like to see them do each other. Yeah. But they're apparently just friends. Meanwhile, Gus Kenworthy, who, as we said, is a massive thirst trap, um, <laughs> posted a very... Oh, by the way, this is a Cocktails and Cock Talk story. Hit it, JB. And now, time for another stupid story from Cocktails and Cocktalk.com. Yeah, suck my cock. Wow. That was impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Ever wonder what Olympic, uh, get, Olympian Gus Kensworthy sounds like in the throes of passion? That's the question we're asking today at Cocktails and Cock Talk Towers. And, because what else do you think about during lunch break? Well, you don't have to wait anymore. Thanks to Kenworthy's playful slash thirst-inducing videos, <gasps> his latest of which sees him moaning in ecstasy as he reaches his pleasure spot. I should explain to you that he's got one of these weird like head massage things with like the little metal oh, yeah. fingers, and he's... He's like rubbing the back of his head as he makes these noises. So here's what it sounded like. Turn it up. His voice is much higher than I imagined. Yeah, it sounded like this. Play it one more time, Jimmy. I'm not that titillated. Do you do you know I finally realized what a thought is? Do you know what a thought is? That hole that, that over, over there. Yeah. Yeah. So is a thought is a is a thirst trap like a thought or is no. kind of a thirst trap might be celibate. A thirst trap's not necessarily someone slutty. They're just trying everything they can to get as many likes and right. shares and comments and retweets. Okay. A Unless thought, their name is JB. Uh, well, yes. Th- I am a thought thirst trap. A thought is like you're just hoey. You're just hoey. You dress you slutty. Even, you, you might act even have slutty. an Instagram account. Exactly. You just like that dick. And then the other one is a slore. That's what Ryan likes well, what's to say. What's a slore? A slore. A slore is when you're a slut and a whore. Oh. That's when me. You're too nasty. You got to put both words together. <laughs> I'm, a thought, I'm a thought and a slore. And I certainly have been accused of being a thirst trap. I mean, listen. A slot? Nobody. No- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slot. I do have a slot. I have a nice, clean, hairless slot. Um, you know, a lot of people have accused me of trying to to trap thirst, and the truth is, uh, nobody really is looking for my wrinkly 47 year old ass. But on those occasions when I have posted a shirtless photo or a picture of my ass, it gets far more likes oh, yeah. than any other picture, and so it's kind of a trap that that we fall into. We the wannabe celebrities. Um, because I, I got to listen, this podcast, as I said at the top of the hour, I need to monetize it. Look, so I will get those fucking likes any way I can. We will see thirst trap uh, politicians in our lifetime, I believe. It's, it's, everybody's becoming a thirst trap. Absolutely. It's, the, it's the only way you can get people to notice. Remember that Aaron Schrock, that, that Republican that everyone thought was gay? He was constantly posting like fitness photos of himself. And, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, he was kind of a thirst trap. Those are the worst thirst trap people. I hate those people. Like, hey, look at my body. Look how much I work out. No, bitch. You just want to show off. Okay, you shady hoe. Shady hoe. That should be Shade. its own acronym. A show. Uh-oh. Maybe you're a show. You're a shady hoe. I hate this iPad. It doesn't work half the time. I'm trying to hit Pass Ro- open to the wind. Stick it in. Here I am. Exactly. Thank you, Romaine. Um, okay, so this is a, a dark and horrible story. Do you guys know about this Colorado man, Chris yeah. Watts, who murdered his wife and daughters? Yes. Allegedly because he was having... Well, not allegedly. He, he did it. 
um, because he was having an affair with a female coworker mm-hmm. and telling her like, oh, my marriage is on the outs, I'm getting a divorce, and then he goes and murders his wife and kids. Well, there's been several reports ever since this happened um, that he might have been also on the DL, that he might have been seeing guys on the side. And the latest to come forward is someone named Trey Bolt, which sounds like a porn name, but it's not. Trey Bolt told investigators during the investigation that he and Chris Watts were together for 10 months. His mother confirmed some details of her son's account, stating that she told her Watts was in the family's Wyoming cabin in March of this year. Bolt is 28, and uh, he's he claims to be a rent boy. But if you saw pictures of him... Oh, shit, did I not print it out? I showed Ryan. He is... He's no rent boy that most people would ever pay rent for. Sure. He is really unattractive. Whereas Watts himself was fucking hottie, is a fucking hottie. I don't see why Chris Watts Watts would have to pay anyone to have sex, especially not this incubus. But anyway, um, the male escort claims he was in a secret gay relationship with Watts. Um, He shared details of their alleged affairs in interviews with investigators that have been obtained by the Daily Mail. Um, apparently Watts gave him money so that he could get lip injections. Ooh, exciting. He does not look any better with the lips, by the way. Um, the mother is backing all of this up. I'm trying to find photos of this. None of this really matters. Um, but he did tell investigators, I can only speak for myself, but before this happened, I would have 100% told you that Chris is not a murderer or or a sociopath. He told me he was the victim of emotional and mental abuse and was stuck in a loveless marriage but was so scared to leave because of Bella and Celeste. Those were the two daughters that he murdered. A 2,000-page case file has been released about Watts after he was convicted of slaying his pregnant wife and their two daughters. Um, He's been sentenced to life in prison um, for their murders as well as killing their unborn son who for some reason already had a name. They're calling him Nico, but uh, wait! I thought you can't be um, charged for uh, how how pregnant was she? Is my question. I think she was pretty far along, and in in most states, um, if you kill a pregnant woman, you can also be charged with the murder of the unborn child. It may even be a federal law. Because I know in New York, the baby has to take a breath. It has to actually take a little breath, uh, an actual breath before it counts as a person and you could be charged for the murder. Yeah, no, I've heard of this happening in other places. It's a horrible story. Right. And um, and he's such a fucking sicko. And who cares if he was gay, really? It's just kind of adds to the fact that he that no one really knew him. And and the weird thing is no one in his life ever would have said that he was capable of this. He mm-hmm. He was not a monster. He was an ordinary person who suddenly snapped and did something unthinkable and that's the scariest part of it because that means like these people are out there walking around and we don't know it until suddenly yeah you know it happens on a much lighter story (laughs) this is another cocktail story but we don't have to play the bumper um a shopping center has apologized for a christmas display in which two polar bears were depicted having anal sex really I'm trying to figure out where this happened. Everyone's around to work today. Okay, this was in the UK. Remember, Cocktails and Cock Talk is a British site, so most of their stories come from the UK. This was at the Tinwald Mills Mall on the Isle of Man. Ooh. <laughs> where I will be taking my honeymoon once I find my husband. Right. Their festive display backfired as the positioning of the bears looked like they were engaged in anal sex. The store claims the bears had been rearranged had been rearranged without permission. Uh, A rep for the shopping mall said, we'd like to thank our customers for getting a little too into Christmas this year with our polar bears in the atrium, and we can reassure you that the display has changed somewhat since the setup. Apologies to anybody offended by our somewhat interactive display. Hashtag night at the shopping center. Hashtag naughty bear. Well, you know, at least... I Naughty Bear is also Chris Harder's grinder. Right. That's why I love the English, because they at least have, like, a sense of whimsy about it, you know? Exactly. This would be, like, in the news cycle for a full week, and... You know. Oh, wait. Trump's, Trump voters would have burned that shopping mall to the ground. Oh, right. <laughs> 
if you see the display, I mean, I don't know how anyone could have rearranged it. It's a giant display, unless it's someone who worked for the store, like some gay designer right. just thought it would be funny. Or some, some shopkeeper that just got fired that was like, I'll show you, Isle of Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Isle of Man is also a great name for like a gay resort. Yeah. Or, like or a, a porn movie. Or, or a, a porn. mystery movie. Like <laughs> Deception on the Isle of Man. I call my hole. The Isle of Man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someone's hole that I'd like to see but never will is Nick Jonas. Mm. Nick Jonas is is really one of my favorite um, thirst trap celebrities. And he, as we speak, well, we record this a week before it airs, but as we record, uh, he's getting married to a woman named Priyanka Chopra or Chopra. Um, their w- wedding events began in India on November 28th, starting with what's called a puja ceremony at the home of Chopra's mother. Um, the puja ceremony is the act of showing reverence to a god, a spirit, or another aspect of the divine through invocations, prayers, songs, and rituals. Um, the couple was spotted out at a dinner in Mumbai the night before. Chopra posted a photo on Tuesday of her and Jonas surrounded by family and friends. Typically, Indian wedding rituals last for three days, Chris. Wow. With a ceremony on each day, and the last day ends with a big cocktail party and a reception for the extended family. Um, the two reportedly began dating just in May. Ooh, really? Months before Jonas popped the question with a stunning engagement ring. Uh, Chopra is an actress, a film producer, and a philanthropist. Um, she was the winner of Miss World in 2000. Can you imagine the children they're going to have? They beautiful. are so beautiful. She became a major Bollywood star, starring in something called Itraz, uh, Fashion and Barfi! <laughs> exclamation point. B-A-R-F-I! Exclamation point. Gotta is the name those. of one of her movies. Before making her way into American TV and film, uh, here she's known for Quantico and the remake of Baywatch. So congratulations in quotes to Nick Jonas. But seriously, what are you doing? Seven months and you're already getting married? Doesn't that just seem like a horrible idea? I mean, you're young millennials live together for a couple of years. These people in Hollywood, they just are always in such a rush. And I guess when you're young and beautiful and you meet someone else who's young and beautiful, it's just so intoxicating. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? We both have high Instagram followings. Well, the whole reason I did this story is because BuzzFeed has been um, running this regular feature called um, where they have celebrities reading their own thirst tweets. And this has been going on for some time. I just became aware of it. And one of them is Nick Jonas. So I thought uh, you might like to hear a little bit of Nick Jonas. These are tweets that other people have made about him. Mm. I have this recurring fantasy. Sorry, go ahead. I have this recurring fantasy now where Nick Jonas puts me between his thighs and crushes my body. (laughs) I do have very strong thighs. Probably not strong enough to crush your entire body, though. But we can give it a try if you really want to. Nick Jonas can bite my nipple and snatch it out of my body and I'd say, thanks, Daddy. Such an odd, bite my nipple and snatch it out of my body. That makes no sense. That's just the ego. (laughs) Have you had someone bite your nipple and snatch it out of your body? No, but you know, it's interesting when you have pierced nipples, especially gay men in bars, just kind of look at it as like an open door invitation, like without even saying hello. They're like, let me just tweak your nipple painfully hard i'm curious about that because you have pierced nipples and as we talked about last week a pierced taint i do so what are we supposed to do if we hook up with you are we supposed to pay extra attention are we supposed to ignore the piercings i never know what to do you know as far like the taint thing i feel like is just more for adornment you know um plus the guy who was doing it at the time years ago was really hot so i was all about it but the nipples i've always had sensitive nipples um so yeah you know playing with them i i would say like should we pull on the rings yeah i mean i think it's just like use use your best like common sense you know like like when you're sucking dick like you don't try and like bite it off right you i don't right yeah exactly like you want to like you know introduce yourself to the dick for like introduce yourself to my nipple rings first and then Hi, you know and then kind of see see where that those doors go i so hate having anything done to my nipples really? other than light kissing and sucking i don't want to be <laughs> other than gentle caressing yeah and i don't first of all they're not sensitive they don't do anything for me they get hard very quickly like right now i just made them hard by touching them wow so people think they are that i have really right sensitive now. nipples and they want to like fucking tug and i'm like no 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 so when i think about having something 
metal yeah. sticking through them and then having someone pull on them, it, the thought of it is, is terrifying to me. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it can be great. It's not terrifying. What is terrifying to me is when I see those guys with the nipples that are like engorged, Ugh. you know, from years of like, like they look merciless like pain. Some guys' nipples are bigger than my dick. That's the truth. I see like gigantic protruding nipples. Right. Like baby, like baby bottles. I don't know what to do with that. I don't either. Well, uh, one man who's got big nipples and big everything is John Cena. And he's another one of my, another man who makes me moist yeah. in my basement. Um, so he's another one that, that BuzzFeed had read thirst tweets about himself. Here's John Cena. Thank you, Trainwreck Movie, for allowing me to see John Cena's butt and a silhouette of his dick. Thank you. Well, here's the inside scoop on that. With nowadays, uh, wax prosthetics, that actually wasn't my butt. It was two Christmas hams painted in a flesh color. Watching John Cena speak passionately about diversity makes me want to let him crush me with his thighs. Thighs are made for a lot of things. Crushing human beings was not one. I will stick to squats. Thank you very much. John Cena is hot as hell. You could fry an egg on his ass. I'd eat that egg too. Okay, mom. Crying smiley face emoji, crying smiley face emoji, eyes closed surgical mask emoji, intense crying emoji. The cat obviously has either seen me in the great state of Arizona or uh, does not have a pair of what we call human eyes. I don't know if you could in fact fry an egg on my ass. If that's possible, I'm a fan of eggs and a good breakfast. Maybe we can make an over easy sort of eggs benedict. Eggs on my butt anedict. Where would the hollandaise come from? I think that's the question we need to be asking ourselves. He's really clever. John Cena's hilarious and a great actor. Yeah. I have loved him in every movie he's done. He was hilarious in that Sisters movie with um, uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh, right. He, I forgot. He plays this really like kind of scary drug dealer, and he's standing there just like staring straight ahead, and Tina Fey goes, you got any kids? And he goes, yes, I'm sure I do. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> but once again, the music... Unnecessary. Well, at least that was like, you know, my thing is if you're going to have like a really heartfelt thing, like don't pair it with like super heartfelt music. Like the message is already like the there. You know? music. Yeah. Well, they also had a video and they like they were showing him skating and they were showing uh -huh. old photos. So you have to have something. That's true. But I agree. The music they chose was cheesy. Um, speaking of music, <laughs> Sorry, and we'll, this, this will be the last story before we get to our guest. Um, were you a fan of True Blood when it was on HBO? I was, yeah. And yes, also, yes, I, was. I forget even the name of the actor, but rest in peace. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? The guy yeah, he played Lafayette, yeah, the actor who's amazing. passed away. Well, good news for those of you who are True Blood fans and musical theater fans, because True Blood is becoming a musical. Ah! That's so gay. It's the gayest story <laughs> of the year. It's gayer than... Chris Harder's taint ring. I wake up in the evening and I want to suck blood. <laughs> Chris is now auditioning for the uh, True Blood musical. This was announced by Alan Ball, oh. the creator of True Blood and a close friend of the Derek and Romaine show. Um, is at he the really? Yes. At the 10th anniversary screening of the show's pilot episode in L.A. this past weekend, um, he said the musical tells the story of vampires coming out of the closet, but ultimately it departs from the book because people weren't ready they're too bigoted and they end up going back in the closet mm -hmm. ball says he hasn't yet seen the musical but it's being composed by nathan barr a longtime musician who has scored several tv shows and films uh the tv series was based on charlene harris's the southern vampire mysteries um i don't really see any information as to where this is happening or what what the time frame is or when we'll see it on broadway but I think there's definitely an audience for it. So does Alan Ball not have anything to do with the creation? Of I'm the sure musical? he does. Oh. I'm sure he does, or he wouldn't have announced it. Interesting. He's probably like either a producer or a creative consultant, mm -hmm. or it's based on in some way. He's doing background. Exactly. He's an extra. Well, our guest today is someone who doesn't ever need to be an extra because he is extra. <laughs> He's a returning favorite to the ass, a comedian who's been featured in the World Series of Comedy in Boston, the Dallas Comedy Festival, the Memphis Comedy Festival, and the Laughing Devil Comedy Festival here in New York City. Here's a taste of the comedy stylings of Drew Lausch. I guess the moment my parents really knew I was gay was when I walked in a Gap fashion show in sixth grade, um, because you can have it all. And... <laughs> And the guy that was in charge of the fashion show was like, all right, boys, we're going to need a little extra pizzazz when you get to the end of the runway. 
So most of the guys like popped their collars or did a little spin. Um, when I walked down the runway, excuse me, carwheeled down the runway, I got to the end and did two fast little jazz squares and then hit this winning position. This is the moment when my dad looked at my mom and was just like, Drew's gonna be a dick sucker someday. <laughs> oh, how I have blossomed. <laughs> and he is a dick sucker. Please welcome to the ass, Drew Lausch. Thank you for having me. Drew, you are so sweet to come in at literally the last minute. Oh my God, of course. I always meant to bring you back, but not necessarily this week. We had, well, we great. had someone well, else booked. <laughs> Yeah. She had to cancel, and I yeah. said, bring bring me my Drew Lausch. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's here, yeah. he's queer. And actually, uh, your first and only appearance before this on The Ass is one of our most listened to episodes. Lit. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, why? But amazing. The listeners love you. Yay. So you are, every time I see you on Facebook or Insta, mm -hmm. you're like producing a new show. You've got a new project. You're very busy. Yeah. I mean, it seems, I guess it probably seems that way. And I think I am. I mean... Yeah, it's a hustle, you know, comedy. But um, but yeah, I mean, two shows at Westside Comedy Club, which is cool. Name the shows. Uh, so, Homo You Didn't, which yes. really, yes, I came up with the name. I'm a <laughs> fucking genius. Um, and then uh, Bottomless, which is... <laughs> that's, a mis that's a misnomer. <laughs> um, it is, I know, because I walk on stage. They're like, mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. um, I'm like, you guys. Should have been called topless. Um, I know, I know, but like bottomless mimosas. Uh, bottomless it plays brunch. In a brunch. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is like a drag variety show. Yeah. So, is it a brunch show? Do people eat? Yes. Yeah. Does Westside even have a kitchen? I don't know yeah, that because it's underneath. Oh, right. The Mexican yeah. restaurant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know you've made it when you're performing underneath the Tex-Mex restaurant. Listen, I have a... stripped in many kitchens in <laughs> my life in New York, so I completely understand that. And yeah. had fingers up yeah. his butt from the chef. God bless you. Well, you know. You're doing, doing God's work. You're doing God's work. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's a nice restaurant. No, it's, it that's is. Not it's not like lovely. a Taco Bell. And the, and no, the it's awesome. comedy club is brand new. It's mm -hmm. renovated. It's a, it's one of the nicer clubs in New York. Yeah. And, and who got you into that club, Drew? <laughs> Adam Sanctum. Oh my God, really? Shut yes, up. Did, Shut yeah. up. You don't need to thank me oh my publicly. God. No, That's... I do. I mean, from the Naked show to now, like you've you've curated my comedy career, I feel like. You know, I couldn't do anything for my own career, Drew, so I thought I might as well do something for yours. Um, but then you've got other stuff going on too. You've got, you're on YouTube, there's videos, There's you're cooking, you're, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Well, so I did, um, <laughs> I'm stripping, not cooking. You're um, Yeah, well, so I did, uh, I recently did a video... Um, with a, a new, like, vlog series, I guess, called Nudie Mag, and they wanted, like, extras, so they, like, filmed me and my friend Remy, like, eating pizza and talking about pizza. Mm, that's genius. Was, yeah, I, I mean, I was like, buckle up, this is gonna be a <laughs> yeah. bumpy ride, boys and girls. So, what's the purpose of it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's such an amazing question, Adam. Uh, I, I like. I don't. Uh, Who's the audience for this? Uh, my parents and uh, my sister. Um, no, I mean I'm not really sure. Truth be told, because I, I wasn't even in like the main video. I was just like in like the extra video where they were like, "Oh, and here's like some behind the scenes footage of two comedians eating pizza." And the hmm. director's cut. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's it's the extended so, it's cut. It's so high concept. Me. Like this is the kind of thing that will get like 10 million views. And meanwhile, my videos that have been up for 15 years <laughs> have been seen by like three cats in the Midwest. Well, lucky cats. Like uh... actual cats. Um, speaking of which, uh, we, as we talked about last time you were on the show, Drew, you are the only gay person to ever come out of Fargo, North Dakota. Yes. Yep, the only one. <laughs> the only I... one that's like bold about it. You Wait, know what you're I mean? from Fargo? I am, yeah. I'm from Minot, North Dakota. Wait, shut the fuck up. No. And I, I came out in Minot. Well, yeah. you're stealing my thunder. No, I'm now. sorry. I, <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. delete that. But that's it. I thought you were. This you is amazing. What? No, I actually <laughs> forgot that you were from North Dakota, Chris. Like born and raised in North Dakota? Yeah. yeah. That is I was born in not... Dickinson. It's weird well, that you were. Well, that is, I mean, Fargo's I a metropolis compared 
to Dickinson. Right. Well, I lived in Minot, but that's where... <laughs> I mean, my parents, you know, got drunk and forgot a condom in Dickinson. And yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that. That's why it's called Dickinson. Well, you know, college life. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It's weird that you two haven't fucked. I mean, how many gay people could there be from, from North Dakota? Don't well, you all know each other? No. no. I mean, obviously you're not. You me. would think that... Wait, what'd you say? I said you're much younger than me, I think. Well, I, I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, uh, how old are you, for the record? I'm 33. And what, I mean, you're, I'm you're 25. Like, oh, well, yeah. yeah, you know, but we we missed our ships in the night. Yeah. You know. And there isn't really a place in Fargo to, like, go where all the gays are. No. I need you to both put your faces directly in front of the microphone. I don't want to miss a oh, word sorry. of this oh, fascinating oh. North Dakota chat. Oh, my goodness. No, I, I uh, when I worked at Fox News a million years ago, there was another production assistant there named Michael, mm-hmm. who was from Grand Forks. Yeah. And he told me that literally if you said to him, like, do you know John? Like, there's a good chance he would. Well, I knew a lot of... I, I mean, I went to school in Grand Forks, so I knew, like, all the queer people there. But I, you know, as soon as I graduated, I got the fuck out. So I... Yeah, you know. sort of same. I mean, I think now... I don't know. I, I mean, mean, isn't I, there 100,000 people in the whole state? No, no. Fargo's a lot. Fargo has a... Yeah. Like, Fargo has at least, like, 150 to 200,000 with, like, the surrounding cities, too. Okay. Um, I mean, I definitely don't know every gay person. I mean, I feel like when I was growing up there, the only other gay person I knew was, like, my secret boyfriend. And I was right? like, it's just the two of us. Oh Did you have God. a secret boyfriend, too? Yes, we met out in the kiln room all the time in the high school. The what room? The kiln room. Not oh. the killing room, but the kiln room. <laughs> I, know, I liked like that the kiln had its own room. It did. Well, you was know. That, was that just for the kiln, or were there other art projects going on? No, it was there? just the kiln. Wait, what pottery. is the kiln? The, well, the Do kiln, you know what a kiln is? I don't know what a kiln I'm very confused. It was art. art I was in you know, art class. And it's you, a like, giant make oven. Pottery and, oh, yeah. okay. But it was always It's warm. where they put the gays <laughs> in North Dakota. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, God, I'd, I never had the honor of it attending the kiln room. It's where you cook a pot after you mold it and before you glaze it right yeah see all I know those these things, things. Yeah. it's a great word k-i-l-m <laughs> but um i am so cultured but drew did you go home to uh, north dakota for thanksgiving uh no i actually i went to arkansas <laughs> oh good even yes. more exciting the gay mecca <laughs> the gay mecca little rock arkansas yeah you know i've actually been to little rock my friend walt lives there and i think it's a great city it's it's shockingly great compared to you know the rest of Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever need to go back. Why were you there in the first place? Uh, my my friend, like my best friend's family was having Thanksgiving. And since my folks live in Canada now, we don't really celebrate. And she like came to Fargo for a lull this summer. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go to Little Rock. Why not? Didn't you think it was beautiful? Oh. It's a really pretty city. Yeah, no, it, it was cool. I mean, I feel like I didn't. I don't know if I. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I like really, really scratched. I know I'm really fucking up this microphone. Um, I don't know if I really scratched the surface of Little Rock, but uh, but I mean rock. the downtown. <laughs> it is little, um, but Drew but downtown was cute. I I do. <laughs> it has. I definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Little Rock has a beautiful state capitol building. They actually yes. use it in a lot of movies as a fill-in for the D.C. capitol, oh. for the real capitol, because it's like this giant white dome. Yeah. Well, the Clinton Library is pretty cool, Clinton too. Library is yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very hilly. It's woodsy. Um, it's a, and it's got a vibrant gay scene. I performed there. Uh, where did you perform? At a place called Star Bar that I don't think exists anymore. Yeah. But it was a, one of the, my favorite shows that I've ever done. Oh, Drew's like amazing. writing it down so that he can like... I know. I'm like, hold on. I need to make a quick phone call. <laughs> now that I've retired, Drew, I'll just turn over all my contacts to you. Yeah, and you, you can please? <laughs> so so uh, did you get laid while you were down there? Uh, sort of. I did Airport bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm so impressed. Yes. Wow. That. Yes, queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go me. <laughs> Pouring it up in gate C-17. Wait, like. was this you? <sighs> yeah. So did, did I send you a, <laughs> a voice memo? Yeah. <laughs> you accidentally hit your voice memo. No, so damn. tell us everything. Tell us what happened. Um... So, I don't know. I mean, I was at gate C-17, and I was, I don't know. I mean, I was just bored and horny, as the gays are. Mm -hmm. And I pounded, like, two double gin and sodas, and then a guy was like, my gate leaves in, like, 30 minutes. You were on Grindr? Yes, uh yeah, yeah, so Grindr. And then um, I was like, okay, well, let's meet at the, like, the bathroom in between gates C and D. 
and then and then, and then blowy blowy time you wow. blew each other yeah now when you're in the um america's sweetheart yeah i, I love this story now when you're in the bathroom yeah do you, do you how do you prevent other people from seeing that there's two of you in the stall My what's your question, tell me your whole strategy uh i don't know i hopefully use the handicap stall so there's lots of room um uh, i <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'm just um, trying to set the stage. No, you're really you're really giving an amazing, <laughs> uh, amazing visual experience. Um, uh, I don't. <laughs> I'll let you finish. Uh, okay. Keep going. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really that subtle. I mean, I don't think anybody really like as long as oh, you're yeah. quiet. I mean, I'm more worried about like getting an infection from the toilet seat. I feel sure. like if if someone spotted four legs. Or four feet underneath the stall, then they're going to be like, "Hey, what's going on in there?" Or they'll go, they'll go get a security guard. I don't think people are just okay with it. Well, my question. So, was it like a hand? Was it like your own like private handicap? I rented it. Yes, you did. Like on like on an Airbnb (laughs) thing, right? (laughs) Yes. Because like I'm just thinking like you must have like your luggage, and then so then it's like. So I was with my friend in the airport. Yeah, I mean, but it was really quick. I mean, I was. Did you say to your friend like, "Excuse me, I'm going to go get my dick sucked"? After I told her, I was like, "I'm going to go take a shit." And then, like, left. I set myself up for another fucking sound effect. Um, Jesus. Uh, no, I mean, I was just like, I'm going to go take a shadoobie. And then I went and and then took the shadoobie. Then, uh, before, then met oh. up with Guy. I, <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, look, you got to get all You the, hooked up with I him mean, after you took a shit? Yeah, different stall. But <laughs> that was considerate. <laughs> no. But weren't you afraid that, like, he was going to get down near your dick and smell your dirty butt? I mean, isn't that always the case? Maybe no. I don't. I won't get blown if if I haven't showered since my last poop. Well, oh. you and I are very different. You're a filthy pig. Plus, you know, I always I like guess. To say, just carry I mean, around some carry on baby wipes. Baby you know? wipes are yeah. I mean, it depends. If I let's say I go and it's like a really fully formed poop that like comes out completely and when i wipe there's nothing on the toilet paper then you know then i'm good to good for a blowy but i mean i don't shit out of my dick i mean it's it's fine like i guess but not i mean if he's like i want to eat you out i'm like that is you don't want not a good idea like let's relax but like if you're like (laughs) but i don't know i mean i just don't really i don't know so was he hot yeah how big was the dick for Arkansas? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was Arkansas hot. Um, uh, I don't know, probably very average, like six, six, seven inches. I didn't. Nice. I wasn't like, oh god, my throat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, where was he going? Did Did you discuss that? Where was he traveling to? Uh, Denver, I believe. Okay, so you were just two dicks passing in. The yes, night. and we were actually we were in the Charlotte airport. We weren't in the little the Arkansas oh. airport. And if Char- I caught dick in the Little Rock airport, I'd be like. You deserve a f- an award. Well, Charlotte is probably even smaller than Little Rock. As no, as no, no. Is that no, a major airport? Yeah, it's like pretty big. So <laughs> lots of opportunity. Whoa. Well, if you're in the Charlotte airport, <laughs> yeah. uh, look for, for the CD guys. the CD bathrooms because you you may find Drew Lausch in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just with either his dirty sh- ass, either taking a shit <laughs> or having a good time, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love you, Drew. Oh my God, I love you. I, I I'm so like in favor of um, airport bathroom sex, but it's really only happened to me once. Did you like? F- wow. Did you like fuck? No, I would. I don't fuck in those kinds of situations. Yeah, I'm very particular about because you fucking. haven't showered yet. Yeah, and because I don't know if they have. I I want to. <laughs> I, I like to fuck in, in a bed. I'm old fashioned. No, but I I'll, I'll suck dick up, anywhere. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. but so I was. This was a weird story. I talked about this. I think a year ago on this show. Um, I was on a flight to Vegas for a straight wedding, Oof. which right away sounds like a horror movie, yeah. and it, and it was. <laughs> although I love the people who got married. Yeah. Anyway, um, the entire flight, I was next to this guy, who, like, from the very beginning of the flight, we were both just like playing with ourselves on the fl- on the plane, like, wow. not with our dicks out. <laughs> But like, just like he was, off. he was clearly hard. Yeah. I was clearly hard. We were kind of like showing each other our bulges. At one point, he took it out, like when the flight attendant wasn't around. You were sitting next to each other. We were sitting next to each other. There was actually a seat between us, an empty <laughs> with an old lady in it. No, was, <laughs> you're like with a baby. We're like, what the fuck? You're like the baby didn't know. I'm like, oh my a, god, baby never woke up. It was perfect. Jesus, uh, my mom was in the middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom sounds fun. <laughs> 
my mom would, my mom doesn't even want to hear this story. So yeah, so by the time we were starting to land, I and we had not said a word to each other. By the way, the entire flight, really? all we did was like play with ourselves and uh and then i uh, so i wrote uh, in, on my phone in like a um, memo text or whatever well you know hey you can write a little note to yourself i did that and i wrote want to blow me in the men's room when we land and he just turned to me i showed it to him and he goes oh yes <laughs> so um he did so we went to the stall once so we dainty. once we landed and he blew me and uh and that was that and then of course he uh, met this happens to every single time I've ever acted out sexually like in an inappropriate way the person knows me from comedy it's the only time I'm ever recognized so when I got back to the hotel I turned on my iPad and there's an email from him going I just realized who you are I've seen you perform stand up well I mean that's kind of nice no it's oh. not I want to be recognized <laughs> like in the supermarket or like on a bus, not like when, when I'm doing something illegal. You don't want to have like, you don't want to have like sexy fans? They're like, <laughs> hey, comedy's pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have gotten some road dick and it yeah. is fun, but I don't like it when, when I think I'm, <laughs> what is the, this is a blow this is, job. This is the sound right of me getting blown in that bathroom in Vegas. Were you, were you reading a book? It was very quick. Was it was over in 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, when I'm doing something like that, I'm not proud of myself, right? Like I feel disgusting and filthy and I try to minimize that behavior. So when they're like, you're Adam Sank, it like, it, I feel like it shines a light on, on what I've just done and, I, sure. and it just causes me shame. I don't know. That's my own stuff. I feel like it's very on brand considering <laughs> you're human. You know? And what a brand that is, you know? No. But it's honest, not like you're like a children's entertainer. <laughs> you know, I started out as one, <laughs> but after after what, all of the because of all the public blowjobs, right? Uh, that they, would do it. My agent suggested I, I you know, transition to nightclub. <laughs> you go a different direction. <laughs> exactly. So, Drew. Um, so, yeah, you're you're free with your sexuality. Yeah, yeah, I I am, um, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's oh, yeah, where you I should am. be. Yeah, I don't really feel. I mean, I don't know. I guess if if like if I want to get my rocks off, I don't really feel too much shame about it. If something happens like in the sexual experience that makes me feel a little uncomfortable, I'm kind of like, oh god, you didn't need to be a dumpy hoe today in that way, right? But but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm like Cecilie. Let's jump in. I wonder if like straight people listening are just completely shocked by the fact that we just have sex anywhere. Like like they go to the air, they go to an airport bathroom thousands of times in their life and it never occurs to them that there's two guys in one of the stalls blowing each other. Oh. Whereas to us that seems so normal. Yeah, well mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean I guess I mean I'm like I'm now I mean you were like, Did you hide it? I was like, No, I mean I'm sure someone <laughs> was like, What's going on in there? Was your friend but- shocked? My friend shocked. Uh, no. She's a woman, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think shocked. I mean, she's kind of like, Jesus Christ, Drew. But not Again? like... Yeah, well... <laughs> I know. She's like, what the fuck? Charlotte, North Carolina? I'm like, well, I needed to make it fucking fun somehow. Like, That's uh, how I feel. Like, if yeah. I have to spend a lot of time with family or just doing something, and I love my family, but you know how it is. When you're, when you're not around other gay people for a while, mm-hmm. that's, when, that's when I feel the need to do something absolutely filthy. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Arkansas, is very conservative. I mean, I, that probably is what it was. I was like, God, I need to be a real fagito today. Like, I just gotta, <laughs> like, I just gotta get a blowjob in a bathroom I'm and like blow my own it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you want help up there? <laughs> has Has any one of you ever done the Austin Wolf thing and had sex with a flight attendant? No, but I see. I think it's interesting because I think both. I think, however you identify, it's 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 fascinating to everybody because it's, it's the ultimate fantasy, but how many people actually go through with it, whether it's on the plane or in the airport, you know, Well, that's what's crazy about being gay is our life is like a porn movie. Yeah. Well, it can sometimes, be, right. Yeah. Right. JB, have you, ever, what's, the, what's the most public thing you've ever done? JB. Um, okay. So JB has in the third person. <laughs> yes. JB has done stuff in our 42nd street, poor authority bathroom. Whoa! Yes, Whoa. hell yeah! Yes, hell yeah! She she had to get her rocks off. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cunt, I guess. 
Like it was I, cunt. Yeah, I, not literally. I hope. No, not literally. Like you realize. Like okay. Like I had real doubts about going in there at first because it was poor authority. Yeah, and, like, it's real crowded. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm in the bathroom just waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm holding the stall for us. I was like, there's, there's You're no like, sorry, time. this room is taken right now. <laughs> You're like occupied. Right. So we, he, I get in there. He blows me, and I just like, I feel awkward because now there's just a shit ton of people pissing Literally. all day, and there's like no clear way to leave so i just said fuck it i just walked out a guy tried to walk in the stall i was like he should probably should walk in oh my brother's in here with me sorry <laughs> even though he's white <laughs> my stepbrother <laughs> was he white he no. was white actually <laughs> <laughs> all right drew in the time remaining it's time to play ask me no questions yeah fun ask me no questions, ask me no questions. Yeah. yeah drew what's the biggest dick you've ever taken um, and whose was it? Like inches? Yes. <sighs> inches and or girth. Um, I, definitely my definitely my college boyfriend. Massive. Like the. I mean, and he mm. was. Yeah. I mean, I was really split open. Like the first time. I mean, I was like, Hot. oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, Ass open to the wind. Eight, like Kicking eight, in. nine Here inches, probably ten. I mean, ten. I don't know. I mean, big. Yeah, it was doubt. really big. <laughs> Chris, and, and, like, and Drew's like a little person. Yeah. I, I can't imagine you having a very deep hole. It's shallow. <laughs> you have a shallow Very vagina. shallow. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's, it's shallow. <laughs> like your, like the rest of you. Chris, uh, biggest yeah, penis true. you've ever taken? I mean, I probably, I, I think like it got so big I just blacked out, which is not like <laughs> a reference to any kind of assault, but like I... I mean, yeah, I think like around the 10, you know, Jesus the 10 just stop counting because you're like, if I count, it's like riding a roller coaster, you know, it's like if I, if I really think about how high up I'm going, I'm just going to jump out of this thing, but you're bit, you're better men than I am. <laughs> you're going to abandon ship. I right? get it. Yeah. Drew, uh, what is the one food that you will never put in your mouth other than pussy? I have, um, loved it. Um, Did you? No, 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 no. I was like, <laughs> no. I mean, I feel. I, yeah, no. I, yeah, like I gagged. Like I was like, Ugh. um, I don't know. I hate like stringy meats. I'm still thinking about the pussy now. Yeah, or, or pussy. I mean, maybe that's a better answer. A stringy yeah. is the most or disgusting like, expression. Yeah, like I'm more of a texture. Like I don't like weird textures. Yeah, but that's. I know what you're saying. So like a like a really uh, well sautéed brisket. Which kind of is stringy. Yeah. You're not like, into that. Yeah, no. Like, I don't, I'm like. But, like, seafood, sushi, all that stuff you'll eat. Yeah. Yeah. Pussy. I, mm-hmm. pussy. pussy. When did you eat the pussy? Uh, when I was 18. Just that one time, just so you could say you did it. Yeah. Whose yeah. Whose pussy was, like, was it? Uh, my my ex girlfriend's. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, had she an inkling that you might be a little light in your loafers? E- probably. I mean, yeah. I think so. Ish. She, we're her and I, I mean, friends she, now, though. Was she like uh, um, a child gap model? Ellen Keller? <laughs> yes. How could she not know? Well, no, I mean, I was like tap dancing, I'm, as I've said. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure she had like a bit of a clue, you know. <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Um, Like pre... Pre... Uh, Pre-buff Zac Efron. Oh, interesting. Or, I like buff Zac Efron. Yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't take too much muscle seriously. Hmm. Like I'm like, is this necessary? You know what I mean? Like I, for me, I mean, I'm just like, what? Like, yeah, I don't know. I would say for like, like High School Musical Zac Efron. When he was underage. When he was twelve. That's nice. And uh, uh, who's the celebrity that you most would like to kill? Uh, kill uh, Trump. There you go. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah. Your dream gig, if they said to you, Drew, you can do anything you want. You can star in a movie. You can have your own talk show. You can, but it's only one gig. What would it be? Hmm. Like a one-off thing? Not necessarily. It could be um, recurring. I would say, uh, like talk show like Chelsea Lately or 
like uh, her docuseries that she does on Netflix, like yes. Chelsea does, like mm-hmm. that type, like if someone paid me to like go around the world and try exotic drugs, like amazing. How can yeah. we follow you on social media, Drew? A real Drew Laush on Instagram, Drew Laush on Twitter, and sure, add me on Facebook. <laughs> L-A-U-S-C-H, Drew, thank you so much. I love you. Love we will you. have you back again. Yay. Thank you, Chris Harder. Tune yeah. in next Saturday at 11 a.m. with Ryan Frostig back in the co-host Yay. chair. Bye.